today's list might come as a shock to some of you. I'm diving into 10 things that I do not do as a busy working mom of two. Hi, my name is Sandy Glant. I'm a high performance productivity coach, wife, mama to two very busy boys, TV host, podcast host, and your Mrs. International 2022. I have a lot of balls that I'm juggling in the air, and there's a lot of things going on in my life, just as I'm sure that there's a lot of different things going on in your life. So today, I want to break down 10 of these things that I no longer do as a busy mama and also as a business owner. It's really important that where we're putting our time and our effort and our energy is really, really really structured and is very strategic. So I'm going to dive into these 10 tips. I want to hear from you, which one of these 10 tips are you going to start to implement? Comment below and let me know. Are you looking to become more productive, make more money, or simply figure out how to juggle all the demands of being a productive working mom. Hi, my name is Sandy Glant. I'm a wife, mama, business owner, best-selling author, and TV host. I got sick and tired of being stressed out and overwhelmed trying to balance the demands of life. But rather than staying stuck and overwhelmed, I created a system that allows me to do it all and have some time to spare. I'm obsessed with helping women just like you develop the tools, systems, and strategies to get more done in less time. And I share it all with you on the Slay Your Day podcast. In every episode, we'll uncover the strategies and tools to maximize your time, effort, and energy so you can make every day of your life extraordinary. Are you ready to slay your day? Let's dive in. Okay, so some of these tips might be hmm, a little controversial. I don't know. I want to hear from you guys. But the first thing that I do not do, or I should say that I no longer do as a busy mom of two, busy working mom of two, is I don't go grocery shopping. You guys, I haven't gone grocery shopping unless I want to um, in years, probably in five or six years since I had Jake, my oldest son. And the reason for this is because it takes so much time to go grocery shopping, like getting in the car, going to the grocery store, picking everything out, getting back in the car, or I should say loading everything in the car, getting back in the car, driving back home, putting everything away. For the past six years, I have been using Instacart or even like Amazon and they will do like Whole Foods delivery to your house. I just do not have the time to go grocery shopping. And I know a lot of the feedback that I get with these apps and things is they don't pick out the fresh produce or they don't pick out the brands that I'd like. You guys, like my time is way more valuable than making sure I have an apple that doesn't have a bruise on it. I don't know about you, but I'm okay with someone out someone else picking out my groceries. So with that being said, I want you to think about how valuable your time is and how much time 
your time is worth because doing little things like this, like grocery shopping, another thing is like, I don't go to do my dry cleaning. Like I don't drop it off. I don't pick it up. We have someone that comes to our home that does this. As a matter of fact, we've been with the same company for the past, I would say 10, 11, maybe actually even 12 years. Cause Jared uh, started with them before I even moved down here. So maybe even 12 years. Um, I take the laundry bag, I put it out on my front doorstep. The company comes whenever they're going to come and they pick it up, they drop it off. And I literally have all of my dry cleaning. Um, same thing with my husband's. And all I had to do was drop it off on my front doorstep. It is literally the easiest thing. So find these hacks, find these hacks in your life that you can buy back your time, get back your time. Because again, I don't know about you, but driving to go do my dry cleaning would take me a good hour, like 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back. That's an hour's worth of time that I could be spending in my business, creating content, working with clients, being with my kids. So look at the areas that you're doing these things and start to tap into other businesses, organizations, companies that can support you and help you to buy back your time. I also want to mention that again, because I've been with Sudsies for so long for, I don't know, 11 years, 12 years at this point, um, they want to offer the listeners of the Slay Your Day podcast a $50 code to check them out. And by the way, you guys, like I said, we've been using them for over a decade and we've been hooked. We love them so much. So all you have to do is when you place your first order, just give them the code SANDY50 and you will get $50 off your first order. They will come to your doorstep. They will pick it up from you. They'll drop it back off to you. And by the way, they also have a text message system that their system or their driver texts you to let you know it's been picked up, dropped off, and again, it just saves so much time. So don't worry about having to, you know, do all of these things that just are, in my opinion, it's just busy work, right? Like having to go to the grocery store, having to go um, to the dry cleaners. Like there's so many easier ways that you can get these things done that are such a smarter use of your time. So make sure you check out that uh, dry cleaning code with the code Sandy 50, S-A-N-D-I 50. And then also your, I don't have a code for you for the grocery store, but you can do this through your phone, through multiple apps that will help you out with the grocery shopping. Are you ready to join a group of high performance women who are committed to continuous growth, working smarter, not harder, and who know that it's important to invest in themselves so they get to show up in all the areas that mean the most to them? If you know you want it all, the business, babies, body, and bank, then look no further than the High Performance Accelerator Academy. This is where women who want more come together to learn the systems, strategy, and support to take their lives to the next level. You are surrounded by a community of women who are dedicated to their success, but know that burnout and overwhelm don't have to be a part of it. If you're ready to invest in the next level version of yourself, check out the High Performance Accelerator Academy at sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I'm going to give that link to you one more time. It's sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I can't wait to see you inside. The second thing that I do not do as a busy working mom of two, that is overcommit. 
I refuse to sign up for things, to volunteer, to engage in activities that I know is going to overextend me and also get in the way of my top priorities. That is spending time with the kids, being with my husband, uh, building my business. So I'm very, very focused on what I need to get done, on what my priorities are. So as, again, a very busy woman, as a busy working mom, for me, I have to know what overcommitting looks like. And I challenge you to do the same. Like, what does overcommitting look like for you in your world? Is it saying yes to like certain you know, events with friends or events in your business or volunteer opportunities. I mean, there's so many amazing things that you can do if you want to volunteer or, you know, have a night out or things like that. But you also have to know where the line is when it comes to overcommitting. So one of the things that I don't do as a busy working mom of two is overcommit and overextend myself in places that I know it's going to just wear and stretch me so thin that I can't show up 100% in the other areas of my life. So I challenge you to look at where are the areas that you might be overcommitting and start to kind of reel back in um, the areas where you are overcommitting and really look at your priorities. That's going to be a really great way for you to look at where you can maybe spend some more time and where you want to spend some more time and show up versus are you committing and then like feeling guilty about it later or feeling like you just don't want to do that thing? It's really going to help you by taking a good look at all of the different areas that you're showing up and really intentionally decide where you want to be. You guys know I'm all about smart multitasking. Well, when it comes to boosting my health and nutrition, I found a secret little hack that I wanted to share with you. And oh my gosh, you guys, I'm obsessed. Soursop is the superfruit with superpowers, a powerful antioxidant and free radical scavenger that Soursop Nutrition has harnessed to trailblaze the path towards helping you boost your immunity and feel your absolute best. And you guys, the best part is that they are super easy to incorporate in everything that you're already making. You guys know I love my shakes and my coffee, and I even like to put these in the cookies and pancakes, muffins, oats. I mean, you name it, you can add these boosts. So sprinkle them into anything to elevate your meal or power up your drinks. And you want to know the best part? Not only do these taste amazing, and I'm drinking one of my shakes right now. I'm actually drinking the chocolate one, but they actually boost your immune system plus support gut health to strengthen your immunity and relieve anxiety. You guys talk about smart multitasking. You have got to try this. Oh, and by the way, you definitely want to check out all of the Soursop Shake Boost flavors, especially their signature daily gummy supplements. My entire house loves them. So head over to soursopnutrition.com to snag yours today. And by the way, you guys, I have tried the apple. I've tried the chocolate. There is a pumpkin flavor. So head over to soursopnutrition.com today and go pick out your favorite flavors. I know that you're going to be just as obsessed as I am. Okay, number three is a big one. And oh my gosh, you guys, this refers to business and your personal life. And that is, I refuse as a busy mom, working mama of two, to micromanage. Now, 
I know all the business owners out there, especially the moms too, are like, oh my gosh, like I have to make sure that I'm watching every little thing that my team is doing or, you know, my, my kids are doing. Like the micromanaging game, ladies, please, you've got to let go of micromanaging. And this is going to just create so much peace for you because when you micromanage, instead of trying to control every little aspect of your kids' lives or your team or what people in your business are doing, you really empower them to start learning for themselves. You empower them to step into their roles or their positions or even for our kids, like learn some lessons, right? I know for me, if I'm trying to micromanage every little thing, like don't touch this, especially like if we're traveling or I used to be such a germaphobe and I would try and micromanage every little thing my kids touched, every little thing they like especially when there were babies like put in their mouth, right? Like it's really, you, you want to control those things. But on a bigger, wider scale, I would also challenge you to reflect on how you're micromanaging your home, your team, your business. Because these things are the little shifts that you can make that allow you to empower the people that are on your team and supporting you and really allowing them to grow into their space and letting them have the bandwidth to like try new things, make decisions and really own that role, own the position. So number three on the list, one of the things I do not do as a busy working mom of two is micromanage. Number four on our list of things that I no longer do as a busy working mom of two, and this is excessive cleaning. Now, when I first moved in with my husband, when we were first dating, we would keep our condo at the time, like super, super immaculate. Like everything had a place, everything had a spot, everything was always picked up. Now, fast forward to like 10 years later with two kids that are boys that are, you know, into the dirt and the sticks and the climbing and just like all of that. I cannot control that anymore. So the excessive cleaning side of me, and especially for my husband, because he's a little like OCD when it comes to these things, is just maintaining a home that is picked up and organized and not stressing so much about everything being super, super or overly like clean or, um, you know, just like worrying about having my home picked up all the time. One of the things that I really let go after Jake was born was thinking that every room had to be picked up all the time. So one of the things that we do in our house is when the day is over, like the kids have their space, they have their rooms, they have their playroom, like that is their space. The common areas like the kitchen, the living room, um, our bedroom, like those areas those are important to me that they're picked up, but like in their own space, honestly, I'm like, as long as the room is picked up at the end of the day, I really kind of just shut the door and give it a blind eye until the end of the day when part of their job is to pick up their toys, clean up their room and, and have that for the end of the day. So if you're constantly just like feeling this overwhelm, like everything has to be picked up all the time and clean, like I really encourage you to think about how can you spend more time, quality time with your family and not worry so much about everything being picked up all the time, orderly all the time? If you're in a home with kids, you know what I'm talking about. And in the beginning, this drove me crazy. But now I'm like, you know what? Like my kids need to be kids. I'm going to like let go of feeling like the house needs to be picked up all the time. And I'm going to 
just worry about it at the end of the day. Like the, the clean sweep at the end of the day when like the kitchen is picked up, the playroom is picked up. And then that way I'm not worried about them. Like, I don't know, like messing things up or like getting food in the playroom or, you know, like those things that would normally drive me crazy before kids. I definitely don't worry about it as much as I did now being a mom of two who's like, you know what? I know these things are going to happen and I just need to like know I've got to control the controllables. And by letting that go gives me so much more peace of mind and quality time with my kids. The fifth thing that I no longer do as a busy working mom of two, my gosh, you guys, another big one, is focus on perfection. Now, look, I have dropped this word perfection pretty much out of my vocabulary with anything, like with my kids, myself, uh, my business, because there is no perfection. Like, I think that, you know, the idea of perfection, it's, it's such a myth. It's like a unicorn, right? It's like, you look at this idea of perfection, but like, does anyone ever really achieve perfection? I don't think so. So for me, I no longer strive for perfection. What I do strive for is progress. I strive for embracing the concept of good enough. And again, whether that's things being picked up in my home or, um, you know, projects getting done with my team or for myself, I'm prioritizing tasks based on the importance of them getting done and the impact that they're making instead of perfection. Because if everything were to be perfect, nothing would get done. So at the end of the day, I'm really, really focusing on how do I just start and start the process and like tweak it as I go. And again, same thing with my kids. Like one of the biggest things, you know, with Jake right now is like every single week he's coming home and he has new words that he's learning. And in the beginning for him, it's very frustrating, which I completely understand where he's like, mom, I can't get it. I don't know these words yet. But by the end of the week, as he's learned them and he's practicing, he knows them, you know, five, six days later at the end of the week, and he's ready for that test. So same thing with my team, same thing as I, how I show up, you know, as a parent, um, as a partner, and then also for myself, I think this is really important that we, as individuals on our journey towards whatever we want to achieve, especially if you're a high achiever, this is why this one is, again, for my high achievers, you have to kind of embrace the idea that like, this is good enough for right now. I know it's going to progress. I know it's going to get better, but I'm also going to prioritize based on the importance and the impact. And I think that's a really important message that we can all use in here, but also give that same grace to people that on our that are on our team and our family. Okay, guys, before I jump into the sixth thing that I no longer do as a busy working mom, I would love for you to smash that subscribe button and also share this with another high performer or another busy working mom because this content is for you. I make this for you with so much love and I'm putting this out here as another busy working mama who's trying to just go out there and slay all her goals. I know that this is going to help so many women tap 
into their full potential. So if you can share this with another working mom, if you can share this with someone that you think would enjoy this content, I would be so grateful. You can even leave me a comment below and let me know which one of these tips is your favorite. Like this because this actually tells the algorithm that you want to see more content like this. And it helps me create more content, better content for you in the future because I know what you're liking. I know what you're loving and sharing. The sixth thing that I no longer do as a busy working mom of two, and by the way, I teach this all the time in my High Performance Accelerator Academy. If you are curious and you've been hearing me talk about the High Performance Accelerator Academy, the systems, the strategies, the support, the incredible women that are in this program, then I highly encourage you to head over to www.sandraglant.com forward slash Academy. And actually what I'm going to do right now is drop you a special link. And that link is going to be down in the show notes and you can access a discount code, a very special code just for you being here as a part of the Slay Your Day community. So that's going to be forward slash HPAA special. So it's sandragland.com forward slash HPAA special. And you can check out all the different topics that we talk about, but we really dive in like super, super deep dive on how you can work more strategically, the systems that you need, the strategies, and of course, the community, the support that makes it so fun and so exciting. We do meetups. We meet every single week on Zoom. So make sure you head over, snag that discount, that special code, and join us inside the Academy. And I can't wait to see you inside. So the sixth thing that I no longer do as a busy working mom of two is say yes to everything. I have gotten so good over the years about really prioritizing what I want to say yes and no to, where my boundaries are, and what I'm prioritizing. And I think as a high performer, as a woman who has a lot of different things going on under like mom umbrella, work umbrella, travel umbrella, self-care umbrella, like all the things... Um, I have gotten really, really good at saying yes to the things that I really want to show up to and no to the things that don't serve me or don't serve me in a way that I just feel like in the moment or at the time, like I really don't need to show up to or say yes to those things. And it's okay, by the way, and I know that some people feel like they need a hall pass for this, but you don't, to like decline invitations or requests or birthday parties or like anything really that doesn't align with your priorities. Because at the end of the day, if you have goals that you're going after, if you have priorities that are important to you and bring you joy and, and, and like are really a part of the bigger picture for you, You've got to lean on and learn to say no to things that help you maintain that peace, that help you maintain your boundaries and also prevent the burnout, right? Like there's only so much that you can do. And especially if you're running on all cylinders as wife, mom, uh, entrepreneur, business owner, self-care. Like if you ever see one of those, those, uh, reels on Instagram and it's like a woman and she's like running down her street and like, she's trying to hold her coffee and she has the towel in her head. And like, she's like, this is me trying to like get my water in and go to Pilates and show up for the kids and get my work done. Like that does not need to be any of us. And 
what I'm telling you here about saying yes to everything, it's doing you such a disservice because you're the one who has to, at the end of the day, show up to all of those things. So when you can really tap into just figuring out what brings you joy and what allows you to move your ball forward at the end of the day, it's going to be so much easier to say yes and no to the things that really are your priorities. Number seven is a great one. And I know that you're all going to resonate with me on this one. So Number seven, the seventh thing, and this is in no particular order, by the way, but the next thing that I no longer do as a busy working mom of two is compare myself to others. I think all of us, every single one of us listening to this episode needs to tap in for number seven. Drop me a number seven below if you are on the same page with me and you are going to stop comparing yourself to others. We do not know what somebody else is going through. We do not know their circumstances. We don't know how little or how much support that they have. So it's really important that we, and it's so hard with social too, but like you can't compare yourself, especially if you're like trying to compare yourself where you're like, you know, this is my chapter like five and I'm looking at someone's chapter 20. Like it is such, it's doing ourselves and our mental health such a disgrace to compare yourself to other moms, other families, other feelings or communities or situations when we just don't know what is going on in that person's life, good, bad, or anything in between. It brings on more stress for us. It just, it, there's, there's no reason why we should be comparing ourselves to others. And again, I know in a social media age, especially where we're at, it's so easy to do that, you know, because of a reel or a post or you see someone's, you know, highlight reel. Instead, I believe that we should be focusing on our own unique strengths and our own unique and special accomplishments, right? And that could be as a mom, as a wife, professionally, personally. Like I know for me, if I get through a day and I'm like, I was, I showed up as, as an amazing mom. I took care of myself. I was able to like love on my hubby and, you know, show up for my clients and, and, and get dinner on the table, right? Like all of these things, like I feel accomplished, but there's also some days where like all of those things don't happen, right? Where I'm like, man, like, you know, Jared and I weren't able to connect today or man, like today I, I could have done a little bit more in my business. Like we all feel that. And I think especially on a podcast that talks about high performance and high performers all the time, it's really important to note that like comparing yourself to others is such a detriment to our health and our mental health because we just don't know the support, the circumstances of other people. So like have your own goals, like have your own goals that you want to go after for yourself, your business, your family. Like that is such a great thing. It's you against you, not you against Sally who's on Instagram, right? So I think this is such an important message and I really highly encourage you to, you know, set your own goals and and set smart goals for yourself, but don't compare yourself to someone else's chapter 20 or someone else's circumstances who are just not the same as yours because it's going to set you up for failure. So this is one of the things that I just like unsubscribed to a few years ago. And I was like, you know what? I just, I'm going to stay in my own lane. I'm not looking to the left. I'm not looking to the right. I am looking at myself at what I want to grow and build and focus on. So drop me a number number seven in the in the chat, in the comments below, and let me know if you're on board with this because it's really important that we just squash this and stop comparing ourselves to others. 
Number eight. Now this is something that also kind of goes hand in hand with number seven, which was stop comparing yourself to others. Number eight, the eighth thing that I do not do as a busy working mom of two is neglect my self-care. You guys know I'm up at 5 a.m. and I get my workouts in, but it's not because I want to fit in a pair of skinny jeans or you know, look a certain way in a bikini. Like that's a great benefit that I get. You, ladies, like it's for my mental health. Like I'm giving you a little secret here. Like I need to fuel into Sandy before I can go fuel into Jared, Jake, Jordy, clients, the rest of the world. Like for me, having and prioritizing that self-care time is so important for me to recharge. And some of the things that I love to do, and again, you can drop me in the comments. Let me know how you love to do some self-care. I love myself a massage. I love just like having a hot cup of coffee and reading. Reading is one of my favorite things to do. And Listening to an audiobook comes in second place because, again, to me, that's smart multitasking while I'm driving, while I'm getting ready, like shower, makeup, that kind of thing. Like, love me a good audiobook. However, I love holding a book in my hands and reading. Like, I love to highlight, I love to take notes. Like, this is one of the things my whole life I love, like going into libraries or bookstores. Like, it's one of my favorite places. Little secret about me that probably nobody knows. I love reading. And I love constantly investing in my own personal development. And I feel like for me, that goes under the self-care umbrella, which is reading, working out, sauna time, massage time. I mean, like all of these things allow me to fuel back into me and take care of others. So as a mom, if you're listening to this and you're like, gosh, like I'm a mom and I feel so guilty, no that this is something for you that makes you better for everyone else. And don't feel guilty for like getting that massage or getting your nails done or a hair appointment. Cause like in the beginning when I, you know, was a new mom, I felt like I did feel guilty for doing these things. And what I realized is the guilt didn't make me feel good about doing them. And then it really wasn't even self-care. So it was like this really bad catch 22 that I was in. When I actually allowed myself to like, get the exercise in, go have the spa day, whether it was like by myself or with my husband, um, do something for me. I came back fully charged. So I really highly encourage you to find your hobbies, find your things that light your soul on fire. Again, for me, it's like sauna time, workout time, uh, a massage, like really any of that self-care that makes you feel good. And you don't have to explain it to anyone else. You don't have to give anyone else a reason why. You just have to know what yours are and fuel into that and make it a priority. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is for the guys too. Listen up. Number nine on the list, please hear me loud and clear. Number nine is so important, okay? This next tip that I'm gonna give you is something that everybody should be doing. Every single person that is in a relationship needs to do number nine. And again, this is in no particular order. This is just happens to be where it falls on this list, but this would be at the top of my list. So the ninth thing on my list that I do, or I should say that I don't do, the ninth thing on my list that I don't do as a busy working mom of two is neglect my partner. Now, you guys see that Jared and I go out for weekly date nights. You see us meeting to do our yearly calendar planning, but it doesn't stop there. For us, 
having communication is a really, really, really big part of our relationship and our marriage and the growth that we fuel into each other. It's our time to talk about what we each have going on, our priorities, what are we excited about, where do we need help from the other person. So no matter what your relationship looks like, if you're just dating or if you're married, if you're kind of in an empty nester syndrome, it's really important, uh, or I should say empty nester stage of your life, it's really important that you do these things together. You have shared activities. You have meaningful conversations. You prioritize date nights because that's like for me, and I'm speaking from someone who really like at the top, number one on my list is family. I will always prioritize my family and making sure that I am prioritizing my partner and my partner's needs and not ignoring my partner. And again, this could be spending time together. This could be communication. This could be something as silly or as simple as my husband telling me he wants like me to make a certain dinner that week or a dessert for him, you know, like little things like that make a really big difference. I have this card sitting on my desk and it's been sitting here because I just keep it right on my desk. And it was just a little because I love you card. I mean, Jared, you know, put it on my, put it on my computer. And I saw it, you know, when I sat down to get to work and I was like, you know, these little things make such a big difference. And for me, my love language is, is a lot of like communication. And I know for my husband, his is more touch, physical touch. So it's not showing up in your marriage or in your relationship, how you want to be seen or heard. It's doing it for the person, how they want to be seen or heard. So for Jared, like leaving a, a little card on my desk, he knows for me, like that's something I would really appreciate and enjoy. Whereas for him, like if he were to get that, I know he would like it, but he rather me like hold his hand, rub his back, like cuddle up with him at night. Like those are the things that he really appreciates. So like figure out what your partner's love language is. There's a great book. I'll link it down in the show notes. It's the five love languages. It's insanely popular. So I'm sure you've heard of it before, but we have to make sure that we're getting on the same page with all the scheduling, with all of the busyness that we have in our life and have the communication, have the date nights, prioritize your partner because it will make a world of a difference. The final thing that I have on my list, and again, this is in no particular order, so I'm saying one through 10, but maybe some of yours that are at the bottom of my list, you're putting at the top, again, like family or your goals. But at the end of the day, the last thing that I have on my list, which I feel is so extremely important as a busy working mompreneur, is I do not neglect my own career aspirations. I don't put those things, my goals, those big aspirations that I have on the back burner. Ladies, like we are the examples for our families to be able to show them that we can work and raise babies and go after our own goals. Right? So like as a working mom, for me, like my kids are my fuel. My kids are like such a blessing and an opportunity for me to prioritize like how I get to show up in my career, how I get to show up as a wife and as a mom. I think that it is such a blessing and such a gift that we get to do this. And the more that you show up and prioritize your career aspirations, the more you're showing your kids what they're capable of, whether you have daughters or sons. I want my boys to see like, this is something that I would look for in a spouse, someone who is prioritizing the marriage, 
the business, my own self-care. Like that is such a healthy example to set. And as we do this and as we really prioritize our own goals and aspirations, there's so much growth. There's so much opportunity there and advancement and all the things that you want to achieve. And it is possible. So if it's possible, why not go after it, right? Why not be able to go after the goals personally, professionally, and be the example and set the example for maybe it's someone in your family. Maybe it's just someone on the internet that's watching, right? To be able to like go after all of these goals. So as a busy working mom of two, I never neglect my own personal or professional uh, aspirations and goals that I have because I know I'm setting the example. And I've talked about this before, but my own grandmother, she heard my grandfather uh, had their own business. So they were entrepreneurs. Um, My grandmother went to school and got, you know, went to college. Imagine this was 80 years ago, right? Where women weren't necessarily going to college and getting degrees. She was a teacher. She was a mom to four boys. She was an amazing wife. She was running her home. She was working. She was doing all these things. I look at her, like if someone says like, who is your role model? For me, that's her. For me, that's a woman that I look at that I'm like, man, like she did it. I can too. She was an amazing wife, an amazing mother, an amazing woman that had a career and and business, right? Both as a family business and as a teacher. Like she kind of was in both of those worlds, ran the home, did all the things. So as you do this and as you go and hit your own goals or go after your own aspirations, you just never know who you are inspiring. So number 10 on my list is do not neglect your own aspirations and goals. Go after it, even if it seems big and scary. I want you to flip it and I want you to look at who are you who are you inspiring? Maybe it's yourself. It might even be yourself. It might be your kids. It doesn't matter like necessarily what the thing is that you're doing. But what you really do want to focus on is continuing to go after your goals, go after your dreams, and know that you can go after and seek opportunities regardless of your situation. So those are my 10 little tips that I wanted to share with you today, the 10 things that I do not do as a busy working mom of two comment below. Let me know which one is your favorite or which one you're going to work on, which one you're going to start to implement, because no matter which one is on the list or what order you have yours in, it is so important that we realize what we are no longer saying yes to, because those boundaries have to be so in place. Those boundaries have to be so clear. Your yes, your no, what you're showing up to that you know no matter what happens, you're going to go out there, slay your goals, slay your day, and be able to show up 100% for yourself, your family, your community, and you're constantly building that next version of yourself. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Sandy Glant. You can follow me on Instagram, podcast, YouTube. Again, would love for you to share this episode with another high-performance mama and entrepreneur, business owner who's looking to slay her day, do all the things, work life, home life, personal life, self-care. This is why I do this. I'm so grateful that you're here. And as always, don't forget to go out and slay your day.